you're listening to Adulthood Academy. I'm your host, Angela Hatchie. This community is a resource for all those adulthood things many of us were never formally taught. That's all the stuff from learning to handle your finances to navigating different relationships. It's all in here. I've spent years working to figure out adulthood, feeling like I was shooed out into the world wholly underprepared. Since then, I've gotten myself out of debt and prepared myself financially for my future, learned to cook and bake pretty good stuff, and learned to start saying important things out loud in all kinds of relationships. There is far more ahead to learn than there is behind, and that's what I'm here for, to foster this community of perpetual go-getters who are working to fulfill their potential in every facet of life. Thank you so much for listening. Let's get in there. Hey, hey, you guys, welcome to another episode. Oh, I hope you're having a great week. Um, This week, we're going to talk about impulsive spending. I did an episode, I think, two weeks ago about putting together your holiday spending plan. So we're going to kind of piggyback off of that one. Um, But first, I wanted to tell you guys um, a little bit more about the Wealth Academy. If you're listening to this on Friday, um, when this episode comes out, um, the cart is closing to my waitlisters, but the cart will be opening to everybody else um, in the coming weeks. So like a week from now, it will be opening. Um, so keep an eye out for that. And also I was talking um, on my Instagram stories the other day and saying how sometimes I feel like, okay, you know, like when you were growing up and your parents or your mom or your dad would tell you to do something that you knew would probably be like the best thing for you. But then as soon as I told you to do it, you were like, "Mm, that's the last thing I want to do. Um, I can totally identify with that because that's how I was too. And I had to find everything out the hard way, much like every other kid growing up um, in this world. So I was saying, that's kind of how I feel about the Wealth Academy. It's like, I can give you all of the details. I can give you like behind the scenes of what it looks like. I can give you reviews and testimonials, but sometimes you got to hear it from somebody else. So on yesterday, Thursday, I did an Instagram live with my friend Hannah, who went through the Wealth Academy the last round. Um, and I just asked her, you know, like, what was your experience inside? What was your kind of like money situation before you went through the Wealth Academy? What was it right after? Where do you see yourself going? So that people could ask questions and hear it from somebody who's actually been through the program um, and get that perspective. Okay. So if you, I reposted it to my Instagram. So if you haven't watched it and you've been interested in joining, um, and you want to hear what Hannah had to say about going through the wealth Academy, go check that out. It's up so you can scroll through it. It's a shorty. It's like 20 minutes long. Um, just about her experience inside and answering questions and stuff. So, um, that is up there and working on filling out that program. Like I said, there's only five spots available, um, and going through it has been for the people who have gone through it has been so helpful, not just like on a short-term scale of like, great, I got my money organized and sorted out. Um, That's not the point of the program. The point of the program is to set you up for literally your entire lifetime because nobody can take those skills away from you and it will continuously help you build upon what you learn inside the Wealth Academy. So another kind of way that I like to put it, and I've talked before about the investment. So the Wealth Academy is two grand, which I know is no like chump change. That's a quite a big investment, um, but I do have monthly payments and I'm so pro investing. I will give people my money that I know I can trust. And I've heard testimonies from people. From people. I know I'm going to get my return on investment. Um, 
I am so like, take my money and ready to go because if I leave myself to my own devices, I will take forever to do something. So if I can save myself time, if I can save myself energy and ultimately money, I will invest myself to kind of like help myself along and get to my goals a little faster um, and hold myself accountable. So in terms of the Wealth Academy, like two grand up front. So let's say, right, the investment for the Wealth Academy is two grand up front. Let's say five months from now, you've now been able to pay off like $3,000 in debt and you've been able to save $3,000 for your emergency fund. Like that's six grand total, right? Three to your debt, three to your um, savings. So you've already like tripled your investment. That's in five months, right? So if we're talking about a lifetime, that's like a pretty insane return on investment. So um, I've been encouraging people to think about it in terms of like, yeah, it's a lot of money up front. I can totally understand that. And um, it is a big deal. It's not something that I take lightly. But if we can think about it as like an investment in your time, your energy, and your money to get that money back and have those skills forever, it makes it a little bit more manageable in your mind. Moving on, let's talk about how impulsive spending is killing your ability to build wealth. Okay, that sounded scary. (laughs) Um, I was looking up earlier this week about how much Americans impulsively spend. And it is honestly kind of frightening, a little scary. Over your lifetime, the average American, so probably you listening to this, will spend over $300,000 on impulsive purchases. I think we need a moment of silence for that. That's a lot of fucking money, right? $300,000. That's like paying for an investment property in cash that's going to make you money every month so you can retire early. That's paying for a house in cash and not having to pay for a mortgage. That's like a huge retirement fund that you can put in an IRA and make a bunch of interest on. That's a crazy amount of money. You could pay for your kid's college. So many things you could do. You could quit your job and pursue your side business full-time. There's so much that you could do with that money that just kind of goes to waste. And that's the whole point of this episode. Again, I've told you guys, like one of my goals is to make people problem aware. The average American, that's not even like on the high end. That's like, 50% of people are spending above $300,000 in their lifetime on impulsive spending. And of course we live in a culture that, you know, we impulsively spend and we're consumers and your card is automatically on your phone and you can pay with Apple pay. Like your money is so easily spent in today's world that taking the time to think about it and like, okay, is this really important to me? Is this going to get me to where I want to be? Is this going to help me, you know, in the future, future me, or am I just buying it to buy it? Cause I can, in terms of like impulsively spending, one of my goals is to make people problem aware. If you don't have like a budget or a system for like figuring out how much money you spend on stuff, you're a couple steps behind. If you are just spending your money willy-nilly, it's really hard to put an actual figure on how much money you're impulsively spending. And I'm also not talking about completely cutting out like any unnecessary spending at all. I think that's one of the fun things to do with your money, right? Is like buy stuff that you enjoy or put new things in your house and kind of like have that flexibility. And that is something that I'm totally behind and that I help people build into their budgets is like, okay, great. You like to impulsively spend like a hundred bucks a month. That's fine. Just budget it in. So it's not like unaccounted for, and you don't know where that money went to. It just kind of disappeared. So when we think about our impulsive spending, 
I think we have to do a couple things. Of course, you know, the first thing I'm going to say is put together a budget, figure out how much money is coming in, how much money is going out. So you can start to get a grasp on how much money that is every month so that you're not spending, right? $300,000 breaks down to $5,400 a year times your lifetime. So that's a lot of money per year. The next thing, right? Set up a budget first, figure out what money's coming in, what's going out so you can get a handle on those things. The second would be to like start identifying what your impulsive spending triggers are. Is it that you're bored sitting at home and you're just scrolling through Amazon? Is it when you feel like you've had a bad day and you're feeling bad for yourself? Is it when you feel like you've had a good day and you're celebrating and then you're scrolling through Amazon to celebrate? There are so many, so many, so many reasons that people impulsively spend. So if you can start to nail down what your triggers are, let me open Amazon, um, start thinking about those things in terms of what caused me to open this on my phone or to open the tab on my computer. Is it wanting to keep up with the Joneses? There's people trying to sell clothes on Instagram all the time. Influencers, you know, people who are just regular people who are trying to make a commission on you know, selling clothes through their swipe up links. And you know, you know the whole deal, right? <laughs> people are selling you stuff 24 seven, right? I've been selling you on the Wealth Academy for weeks at this point. People are selling you stuff constantly. However, you have to take back control of those things and not just let your money fly out of your bank account willy nilly. If you are going to spend money on something, make sure that it's going to be something that's going to be an investment in your future, something that's going to better your life, the life of your family members, like something that's going to actually add to your life rather than like random shit on Amazon <laughs> is what I'm saying. So start to figure out what your triggers are, feeling bad about yourself, feeling good about yourself, having a bad day, having a negative conversation with somebody, being bored at home. I've done that one before where I'm just like, there's nothing else to do. Let me just go shop on Amazon or you know, the websites that I like is somebody having a sale. Like I go seek it out sometimes, but when I know what my triggers are, I can kind of lean into that of like, okay, well, I feel like I've had like a bad day. So maybe I'm just shopping to fill that sort of gap, I guess, in how I'm feeling right now. So start trying to identify what those things. The next thing is to make a plan for if you haven't been able to resist, if you have like a couple tabs open on your computer, we're on the cusp of one of the biggest spending holidays in America, multiple ones, right? Black Friday. And then we have all of the holidays coming up. Everybody's stressed about money this time of year. So let's make a plan for all of those things happening and decide what we're going to do about it. So one of the things that I did that I recommend to other people who have trouble if you're just bored at home is like take Amazon off of your phone. How hard is that? Um, take off, like if you have stuff bookmarked on your phone, take your card information off of your phone. We've made it so easy to buy things and make it so quickly. Like Amazon has one click buying where you don't have to do shit to buy anything. You're just like, okay, I would like this and I'll take it in two days or one day, please. Um, it's wild. So if you can take your card information off your phone, take the apps off of your phone, whatever is tempting to you, Start making a plan for these things so you're not buying extra stuff. Go listen to the episode about putting together your holiday spending plan so you have an idea of how much money you can spend on each person and you know what you're going to get them and you're not then wandering around in holiday season like, okay, should I get this? Should I get them that? And before you know it, you've got like three extra gifts and you're spending money because you're not really sure you know, what gifts you're getting, just put together a plan, sit down and think about how much money you actually have to spend on people. Like I've said, don't go into debt to get people Christmas presents, write them a really nice card instead. Like you don't need to go into debt to get anybody a present and start thinking about other ways that you can kind of like tamper down any sort of impulsive spending. So maybe that also means I just talked about 
allocating in your budget. Like maybe it's a hundred bucks a month or so, whatever you can afford. I don't know. Cause I haven't seen your budget, but whatever it looks like, if it's a hundred bucks a month, if it's 50, if it's $200, just put impulsive spending and factor it in so that you don't have to completely deprive yourself, but you also are not completely blowing out like way more money than you should be. And it's being responsible in that fashion. Also, maybe you implement like a 24 hour rule or something like, yeah, you can put stuff in your cart and think about it and then spend 24 hours. And if you're like, yeah, I'm still thinking about that thing. And I really think that it would add to my life, then go ahead and get it. But having the time where it's not like, I'm going to get this right this second and my card information's in here and it's going to be here in two days. That's the impulsive part of it. But if you can just take some time to think about it and decide if it's really, really something that you need, um, then just implement a rule like that. And my last tip is always, always, always have bigger goals. So it's was a lot easier for me to impulsively spend when I didn't have bigger, bigger things that I was saving for. Now that I'm saving for a house and a vacation next year when we can leave again, um, I'm saving for a new car. I have big things that I need to save for, business investments, all kinds of stuff. It makes it so I'm like, okay, do I really need to spend $100 on Amazon of random stuff that I don't really need? Or could I put that $100 towards my retirement? for this month and get one step closer to like early retirement. That makes it really easy for me because I'm like, I'd rather retire early <laughs> or I would rather buy my dream house that I'm saving for. I'd rather buy a car because I'm going to need a car in a few years. I would rather do that with my money than like just piss it away. So always have bigger goals, bigger things that you're saving for. Because if I'm sitting there and I'm like, well, I need to save $400 this month for retirement. And it looks like I'm only going to be able to save like 300 bucks. And I'm sitting here with my cart full of a hundred dollars worth of stuff that I don't really need on Amazon. Why wouldn't I put that extra hundred bucks to meet my goal towards retirement? It just makes it like such a no brainer for me where if I'm not keeping track, it's just like, well, I'm not probably not going to miss this hundred dollars, which yeah, I'm not going to miss that hundred dollars right the second, but when I retire, <laughs> it could have compounded and I'm doing it every single month. Then it becomes a problem where it's like, okay, well, I could have done a lot more things with this money. <laughs> so that's basically what I wanted to talk to you about today. I know there's a lot of like shopping holidays coming up, but just take some time, take some time this weekend um, and think about how you're going to effectively spend your money this holiday season for Black Friday. People are rolling out all their Black Friday sales already. Um, Thanksgiving hasn't happened yet. <laughs> People are, you know, trying to roll all these things out. So just keep in mind, like your money is yours. You get to choose how you want to spend it. Um, it doesn't have power over you. I know people are really good at marketing and can sell you anything, right? Like people buy bottled water. That's the craziest thing to me. Like if people can bottle water <laughs> and sell it for more money, it's free. Like it's a free resource, right? Um, they can sell you anything. And I have seen proof of that in the online world, like crazy people sell anything and everything. So you are the master of your wealth. And if you can think about it in terms of like, instead of impulsively spending, I'm going to put this money towards future me, towards building my wealth so that I can build something better for myself than filling my house with random stuff I don't need. And that is what I want to talk to you about today. So um, if you have any questions, if you like need some help brainstorming, some solutions to maybe whatever your triggers are, let me know. Send me a DM on Instagram. Happy to talk about it with you and figure out some solutions for you, maybe implementing like a 24-hour rule or something um, and get that going. So so the last thing before I head out for the weekend, um, I'm also doing a free workshop all about this topic. So it's all about 
the same thing. Stop impulsive spending and start building your wealth where I will give you more details and we'll go in depth about it. I'll help you set up like a basic budget if you haven't done that before and we'll spend an hour together. It's free. You can sign up. I will put the link in the description to this episode. And it's also, you know, like linked on my Instagram and all that stuff. So if you would like to sign up, I would love to see you there. It's on later in the month. It's like the 21st, I think. Um, so it's a ways off, but it would be a great opportunity to come hang out, learn some more about impulsive spending and get a handle on it and start putting together a plan for building your wealth and thinking beyond this moment right here and what you can do for future you instead. Okay. So enjoy your weekend, you guys. Hope you had a great week. It's been nice and cold and rainy here. I'm looking forward to snuggling up on Saturday morning. I'm going to watch movies all day and do jack shit. And I'm very excited about it. So have a great weekend and I will see you next week on the next episode. 